0: We're back with yet another days of the new. I am Kevin and with me is my co-host Nick. Nick, how the hell are you?
1: How's it going, Kevin? I'm doing pretty good. I wasn't sure how how this was going to go today because I was woken up by a woodpecker furiously banging on the cover of the chimney of my house. Uh, so, <laughs> it screamed and then and it's just echoing through the whole metal of the chimney all the way into the fireplace. And, like, I woke me up out of a sound sleep. I thought it was, like, terrorist attack. Uh, And then I realized, I think that's a bird. And then I went outside, and I saw the fucker just standing up there. I think it's, like, a weird mating call. Oh, fuck it. You're a gun owner. They're not protected. I think they are protected. Also, you're not allowed to shoot
0: guns in a neighborhood. (laughs) You're in the desert. It's different rules. There's no Um, HOA saying don't fire guns. There there is an HOA. (laughs) What are their bylaws? Bring it up at the next community meeting. Like, look, I got yeah, this fucking no. woodpecker. Also, try hitting a woodpecker from 50 feet with a
1: nine millimeter pistol. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> and every one that you miss, those bullets come down and I live in a neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. Do you? Do, Kevin no, has, has not visited me in Las Vegas. Do you, do you think I live just in the middle of the desert by myself? Yes. I live in a
0: gated community with a pool and <laughs> Are shit. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> yes. <laughs> God, I just figured it was like, I don't know, Blood Meridian, kind of? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, there, there, there's really no easy way to transition to what we're going to talk about today. There's some good. There's some bad. There's new Metal involved, sometimes tangentially. Today, we're going to be talking about the feature. I guess the, the best way to put it is that at new Metal's height, every single artist or label or management saw that there was crossover potential and money to be made so even if you were an artist and new metal wasn't particularly your thing you would benefit from having the words featuring corn tacked on to the end of a song title uh, having a re- uh, Fred Durst do a remix, these could be major moves to help get some of that family values tour money.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I think that this probably comes from like this is super common in hip hop, mm-hmm. you know, to have the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, early on in new metal, the hip hop piece was just drawn on. And, dr- and obviously, you know, you listen to Limp Bizkit and you're listening to Fred Durst rapping or whatever, but mm-hmm. like the hip hop influence that corn had was very, very different, and they went about it in a um, more clever way. But either way, I think that the feature
0: kind of crossed over uh, from hip-hop into this. It did, and it continues to. So today, I've selected a few tracks featuring new metal artists in places where new metal artists typically just shouldn't be. And we're going to be listening to them. Nick, are you ready? Yeah, I am ready to go all right first off we have bone thugs featuring jonathan davis with the song whatever goes up when i heard the word bone thugs i expected this (smelling) and when i hear the words jonathan davis i expect
2: this
0: What you got was
2: this.
1: First off, calling this featuring Jonathan Davis is a stretch. (laughs) It's a scam. Yeah, I mean, like, if if he's on there, he's turned all the way down in the mix.
0: You kind of just hear, like, the rasp in his voice, I think. Yeah, I've listened to this song way more times than I've ever wanted to. And, like, you start to hear Jonathan Davis kind of come out in the mix just a little. But, yeah, it's just him in the back going, Comes down, down, down,
2: down.
0: (laughs) Also, I learned something about Bone Thugs. Uh, I'm not well-versed in the history past East 1999, but apparently there's Bone Thugs and Harmony, which is Busy Bone, Wish Bone, Lazy Bone, Crazy Bone, and Flesh and Bone. And then there's Bone Thugs, and that's just busy and crazy as a duo, which is what Oh, this so is.
1: like the, the guys that rap real fast aren't even attached to this. Yeah,
0: thing. no. <laughs> Nothing good about Bone Thugs. So like... First, you get suckered in because you think it's Bone Thugs and Harmony. Then you're sold on it because it's got Jonathan Davis. And then you get like what sounds like the inside of a Planet Fitness. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's like smoothie store music for sure. Yeah. (laughs) At the end of a Pixar movie, this is what plays when the credits roll.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, but lyrically, it's a pretty positive song about going out and making your dreams happen while also potentially falling in popularity, which is, I guess, what Bone Thugs and Korn have in common in 2017 (laughs) when this album came out. Yes, folks, this was in 2017. Yeah. Featuring Jonathan Davis doesn't hit the
0: same in 2017, for me at least. No, and like, that's it. Like, there's some some of the more like, you know, uh, usual suspects. I think Bun B is on this album, like, you know, other rappers. And then just Jonathan Davis stuck in there. How does Jonathan Davis answer this call when his agent calls him? And hey,
1: he probably didn't know either. He's like, "Dude, Bone Thugs and Harmony is tight." Yeah. And then he got there and he's like, "Wait, Bone Thugs is different than Bone Thugs and Harmony." Well, yeah, we got. And he's like, "Well, I'm I'm already here, and I fired up
0: the meth pipe, so here comes the <laughs> vocals." <laughs> yeah, you've been like, "Fucking what is this for a Zumba class?" <laughs> Speaking of tracks in which Jonathan Davis got the shaft, next up is. Ice Cube featuring Corn with their song Fuck Dying. All right, so let me just say first off, I love
1: this song. Oh yeah. So, oh yeah. So I I found this song like right when we all got like DSL internet and CD burners mm-hmm. and I got I found this on Limewire or something and it made its way onto like this mix This amazing new metal mix CD that I just had in my car for years. It had like Judith by A Perfect Circle. It had um, Last Resort by Papa Roach. It had Change in the House of Flies by Deftones. Uh, Just a bunch of shit. But Fuck Dying
0: was also on that mix. I specifically remember being super excited about this. So Ice Cube released two albums, the War Disc and the Peace Disc in 1998. And it kind of went as like a double. I'm kinda of like a User Illusion one and two. Yeah. And Korn had previously covered Ice Cube on Life is Peachy with uh, Wicked. And then that summer Korn released Follow the Leader, which had Ice Cube on Children of the Korn. That song banged. So this came out in November. I'm expecting more of the same. And this continues the theme of featuring Jonathan Davis, but not really.
1: <laughs> Saying featuring Korn on this is really loose. It really features like Monkey
0: came into the studio with a guitar. Yeah, you don't hear anything that makes corn corn. You don't hear like feel these signature sound and monkey and heads guitars, if they're even on this, are like completely overproduced. Like you could have just had session guys do this. You could have had anybody do this. It's not a melodic guitar part. It's literally just a palm mute. Yeah, but it, again, like I said at the top of the episode, the yeah. label and ice cube knew that like having the corn brand name in nineteen ninety-eight yeah. assigned to it was gonna get that crossover audience. That, I mean the crossover
1: is the exact thing. Like, hey Cube, you're going to make a lot more money of, like, white kids in the suburbs buy
0: this record, so let's slap Korn's name on it. <laughs> you're right. This is a good song, and going back and listening to it in 2022, like, if you've never heard this song, it opens up with, like, Ice Cube telling the Grim Reaper to suck his dick. <laughs> yeah. And then that guy's like, Don Becker!
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: He's like, I'm not going anywhere with your bitch ass. <laughs> I really wish that like Ice Cube would have done like more songs where he tells (laughs) biological functions to kiss his ass, like fuck breathing, fuck blinking, fuck voiding your bowels. Ice Cube, it's your colon. Please, please take a shit. We're dying. Suck my dick, you bitch ass colon. I ain't never pooping again. Ice cube, please <laughs> blink. Our eyes are so dry. <laughs> fuck you, eyeballs. <laughs> I ain't never looking at shit again.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's let's why fuck diet. Don mega. Don
2: mega. Don mega. Don mega.
0: So what you don't see right now (laughs) is that the Grim Reaper and Ice Cube are doing backflips and, like, fighting. But it's more like he's, like, just slap fighting with blurry tracers because Ice Cube can't do kung fu. Yeah, I mean, it's
1: extremely 1998. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's got, like shitty
0: production value crouching tiger hidden dragon happening oh yeah it's amazing and like corn is in this video and they didn't know what to do with jonathan davis so they just gave him a conductor's baton <laughs> like look he's got a conductor's baton all right anyway uh, also ice cube wins so fuck dying
1: <laughs> yeah i mean in corn's doing the corn thing they're, they're doing their corn bobbing up and down dance thing and yeah it's it's wild, but I, I I genuinely do like this song. Oh, absolutely. I love we this don't, song. And I don't get to say that a lot on
0: this show. Nope, sure don't. <laughs> <laughs> next next up, we're going to be talking about Corey Feldman <laughs> featuring Fred
2: Durst.
1: So, <laughs> so this song is called Seamless, and I never heard it until you sent it to me. Oh, my God. Um, is Corey Feldman still, like... Supplying women with drugs and hopes of fame to make them dress up like angels and be in his band. Is that
0: this era? Uh, his Angels is a charitable uh, organization that, in his words, is focused on helping young girls find their way.
1: Oh, and their way is uh, to uh, cocaine and his penis.
0: <laughs> well, hold, just hold the phone, Nick. So, I gotta set the stage for you, because... In 2016, Corey Feldman went on the Today show to promote his fifth studio album Angelic to the Core. And he did this
2: tell. your life again. Make you big for my sister, nobody noticed them. Just when you think it's all over, get it, get Because all you want to do is work. All we want to do is work. Now sure. just watch and twerk. So all we want to do is party. Get your hands big in the air. Wave high side to side. Now just let the doctor hear. You say, get it, get it. Come on now, get it, get it. Say it with me, get it, get it. Your Feldman go for it.
1: So we'll put some of that video on the Instagram because you have to see it. But Corey Feldman has some scantily dressed angels playing uh, his his uh, his backup band. He comes out wearing a cloak, doing just some bizarre contortion work before taking off the cloak and revealing that he's dressed like Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> the choreography and the music has has a lot of um, like junior high. I'm making a pretend band in my basement with my friends and then your mom walks in and catches you and you're
0: like, oh, I look like an idiot.
1: Yeah.
0: My favorite part of the song, and there's so many parts, is just at the very end where it goes, twerk, <laughs> it just is. twerk. It looks like he thought the song was over
1: because he did his big pose, and then he had to, like, start dancing again because it didn't end.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's a a goddamn disaster. It's real bad. And yet it somehow gets worse. Oh, oh, absolutely it does. Naturally, after this video went viral, uh, that hit Corey right in the feels. He actually went on Facebook Live and started, like, visibly sobbing. Uh, I'm going to just quote here. It's a song, okay? It wasn't that weird. I'm sorry if it's not good enough for you, but you don't have to, like, beat us up. I just want to say, like, why is it okay to, like, publicly shame us? I I don't understand. It's, like, not PC to, like, say somebody is fat or somebody is white, or somebody is black, or somebody is yellow or green, or if they have a short leg, or if they have a missing finger. Like, we can't talk about these things, but it's okay to bash Corey Feldman in The Angels. (laughs) Actual quote. I I like a, somebody
1: has a short leg. He's comparing his lack of musical skill to a birth
0: defect. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, you know, you put your art out there, and when you're not, automatically loved and adored for it and the internet drags you you fucking throw a conniption so angelic to the core this album is an agonizing 22 tracks clocking in at a little over an hour and a half and it is god awful yeah i've never listened to the whole thing
1: i mean i've heard clips and stuff and then i listen to this whole song
0: this is probably a good time to talk to the audience a little bit further about features so Angelic to the core features appearances from Snoop Dogg, Corrupt, and Fred Durst, who we'll get to in a minute. In the instance of Feldman and a few others, you're probably like going like, why the hell would they be on this album? And it's not because they're homies or because they owe Feldman a favor. Like they were paid to be here. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Like you listening at home, if you wanted an particular artist to be on your album whether you had an album or not and you had enough money like you too could get a feature like you could just dm somebody on instagram and like negotiate a number and then boom they're on your track that's it i looked up some prices for features nick you want to know how much feldman probably paid to have snoop on his album um so like on one song yeah one song one verse i guess like 50 grand (laughs) 150 grand wow uh, how about corrupt of the dog pound? I mean, significantly less, ten grand? Yeah, fifteen. I couldn't find a number for Fred, but I'm guessing it was probably somewhere smack dab in the middle. Wow. Yeah, Fred appears on this track seamless, and my God, let's just play a little bit of that. <laughs> This song gives me
1: so much anxiety. Dude, what fucking genre is this? Out of tune, cocaine, disco, (laughs) funk metal? (laughs) Why is this song five minutes and 25 seconds? It sounds like, you remember? Remember that guy, Hunter whatever, who had that is anyone website? Yeah, Hunter Moore, yeah. This sounds like the soundtrack to a Hunter Moore party. Oh my God. If I walked into a party and this was on, I would be like, oh, the cobra snake is probably here somewhere. (laughs)
0: Dude, it sounds like he's threatening you with sex. <laughs> the, the, if you would have told me, like, hey, you want to hear this new Mr. Bungle song? I would absolutely believe you that this is a Mr. Bungle yep. song. Yeah. And then I'd and then I'd probably be like, yeah, it's pretty good. Mike Patton's yeah, really... Tight. <laughs>
1: Mike Patton's one of the best, best vocalists
0: of all time. <laughs> so... We get past the, we get to like this insane saxophone solo, and then out of nowhere, the song just turns on a dime into this.
2: Come on now, friend. Check one, yo. <laughs> gonna turn it up, go break it down, go twist it up, gonna move it around. She got the sex, we know it's next. Gonna wake up play and make another round
1: i want to know how many takes fred got so like he had the one where he came in and he dropped his
0: verse but then he had to come
1: back in and be like ladies oh yeah he had
0: to do the ad libs also did you notice that like all the swears were intentionally removed yeah, yeah, like that's a that's a strange choice, but I guess it's Corey's vision. He he's, he's a genius to himself, I think. Yeah, I mean, 22 tracks worth of genius. Holy shit, yeah. we're 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 almost to we're almost to some good stuff. But before we get there, we've got to cover <laughs> the all-star tribute of what's going on. This makes me irrationally angry. Oh. By the way,
1: oh yeah. So what's going on? By Marvin Gaye, mm-hmm. widely regarded as one of the greatest songs of all time, mm-hmm. about a vet coming back from Vietnam and seeing how fucked up the country still is. Yep. Just absolutely fucking appropriated by a bunch of millionaires. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, this was, this was supposed to be like the uh, We Are The World for the year 2001. And actually, on September 5th through the 7th, 44 artists met together in New York to record this song with the original tent uh, being to raise money for artists against AIDS worldwide. So, you know, hey, look at me, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Yeah, that lasted about seven, eight, nine, ten, four days. <laughs> yeah, and then everything had to be 9-11. Yeah, yeah. So the song that was appropriated by a bunch of rich millionaires yeah, really uh, right. Got appropriated by Al Qaeda. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: Would you say that the original the original concept of the song got 9/11? <laughs>
0: oh, Jesus! I was gonna say it got hijacked, but <laughs> that's just as good. Um. The artists on this song include Christina Aguilera, The Backstreet Boys, Mary J. Blige, Bono, Destiny's Child, Nelly Furtado, Ja Rule, Alicia Keys, Lil' Kim, Jennifer Lopez, Chris Martin, Nelly, Insync, P. Diddy, Britney Spears, Gwen Stefani, Fred Durst, and everyone's favorite United States armed serviceman sperm receptacle, Aaron Lewis. (laughs) It is a... it, so
1: the the concept in the music video Is it shows each of them as they do their feature mm-hmm. And they all have these big long blindfolds Wrapped around their faces And these blindfolds say things like Woman, mm-hmm. black, uh, terrorist, patriot And like you know they're, I'm on, taking off my blindfold of all of these negative terms Because we're all humans or whatever But Aaron Lewis, I just have a feeling When he took that blindfold off He was just like There's a lot of black people here <laughs> just gonna just gonna retie that <laughs> this <back> right on <laughs> and the best part is so it like aaron comes out like early like Fred Durst shows up just in time to make the ending even worse but aaron lewis is like the third voice so like fucking bono starts it and then it goes into gwen stefani and then aaron lewis is just screaming yeah <laughs> like everybody's lewis. all chill and he's just like <laughs>
0: The only two things I can see on air loose's blindfold are Christian and upper class. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he's just sitting there in his dopey little jinkos with his oversized grey shirt, doughy piece of shit. Oh my god, just the worst. Also, fuck Bono. Like, <laughs> just I fucking hate that guy. Like, the worst thing to come from 9 11 it's fucking Bono decides he's captain America. And like, we as a society are just like, yeah, you too is the music we need to heal. Yeah. It was like when he played in New
1: York city shortly after nine 11 and at the end of the show, he opened up his leather jacket and there was an American flag stitched inside and everybody cheered. And I was like, what, what? Oh shit. That hijacking fucking broke this country. yeah. Yeah, It, uh, it really did though. I think the longest, uh, Effect of uh, 9-11, aside from still having to take our shoes off at the airport, is um, transforming the police from, like, oh, neighborhood cops in blue to looking like they're going to fucking fight in Fallujah all of a sudden. <laughs> like, 9-11 <laughs> led to the thin blue line. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. It made every cop be like, well, those heroes in New York that ran into that building. And then they all thought that they were heroes for, like, fucking roughing up kids and fucking...
0: Uh, Stop and Frisk and all the bullshit that's come out in the last 20 years. Yep. Fuck the police if you heard it here first. (laughs) (laughs) The other terrible thing to come out of that was um, the actual CD Maxi single. So that featured the All-Star lineup version. And then it had a number of remixes from people like the Neptunes and Junior Vasquez and Fred Durst's reality check mix. Oh, my God. This is so bad. It features some, like, some of the artists that you'd hear on the original version, but then he invites all of his boys to this one. So you've got Scott Weiland right on a downward spiral. You've got Perry Farrell, Elijah Blue from Deadsy, Wes Scatlin from Puddle of Mud, and then also a perfect circle. (laughs) And it sounds like this. Like, it's a pretty okay new metal song, but they had to make it a Marvin Gaye song. <laughs> uh, as we get towards the end, it actually has a pretty good breakdown.
2: If we could see the better end, maybe we could start again. We watch out.
0: Marvin would be thanking his father if, <laughs> if he knew that this is what was coming. <laughs> Next up is uh, D-Love with the song Have Our Way. So, uh, Kevin, how did I've never even heard of D-Love. How did you come across this? I found D-Love by just Googling things like Fred Durst featuring, you know, and Jay Gordon featuring. And I came upon D Love with the track "Have Our Way" off of his album "Addicted to Love." Did you uh, have you seen the cover of this album? I have. Yes. Would you like to it's talk pretty, about that? It's pretty gross.
1: <laughs> it's just like it's just D Love in a limousine with two naked women, and like this woman's legs are all the way spread open, and she's just like concealing her vagina with a <laughs> bottle of champagne.
0: <laughs> yeah. Here's
2: D-Love. Yo, it's D-Love, but that don't mean I love her. Uh-uh. It's just a name, baby. I'm a cold motherfucker. One night stands, got us under the covers. Come on. Pussy so good, wanna lose the rubber. Yeah, what I want from a chick. If she front she could quit. Cause my game have a lovin' the shit. All up in the air, cause I'm feeling those hips. Every girl in the world know it's hard to resist. Shaw'm yeah. on my side, so my words are usually bubble bath, getting fed while I'm in the jacuzzi hole. In while I'm watching the movie your brains out Even while the car is moving I'm a shock star Hollywood's new sensation What the girls wanna hear On the radio stations If I'm with them Then you know they take it Got them checking in Like they all on probation I'm saying I whisper in her ear Just what she wants
0: That song's gross. It's real gross, but uh, remember what I was saying about features? Here you go. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. It's, it's a weird choice, though, in
1: 2022 to have 55-year-old Jay Gordon singing the hook on your song about one-night stands. She'd been on a track about two good songs. <laughs>
0: That's, that's a, that is a callback. That is what we Thank call you. a callback. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, this guy makes Corey Feldman look like Freddie Mercury.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, the production value is there, but the song is just. I've never. Imagine when you're sitting with your notebook writing your song and you're like, or getting hit while I'm watching the
0: movie. <laughs> oh, dude. That's not his only contribution to the world of music. So, according to his bio, D-Love does rap, but does not consider himself your typical rapper. No shit. D-Love is a one-man record label producing, orchestrating, and promoting his brand. He's Tom Haverford from uh, Parks and Rec. <laughs> yeah. So would you like to take a look at D-Love's Instagram? Oh, sure. He's got 19 posts. He's got 299 followers. <laughs> 116 following. Uh His latest post is... From January thirty first, uh, he released the Lost Tapes.
1: The album cover looks like a Pete Davidson on a meth binge, standing <laughs> on top of a fifteen year old Mustang. <laughs> it
0: really does. It's I, I, is this a flex? I don't know. I mean, the
1: the album cover with the naked girls on it, it like he had to spend some money on that shit yeah this this looks like it's been photocopied 10 times
0: it really does and like left out in the sun uh (laughs) do you know how many likes this post got (laughs) i can see it it has five likes (laughs) uh let's go a little bit further back and oh here we go there's d love with joe francis (laughs) oh wow yeah, holding a tiger. Yeah, Joe Francis.
1: Joe Francis still rocking the affliction gear.
0: Mm-hmm. For those not familiar, Joe Francis is the um, scumbag behind the Girls Gone Wild empire.
2: Yeah,
0: uh, when uh, yeah exploitation of drunk girls was a national pastime. Yep, real piece of shit. And they have a tiger.
1: It says that it's the tiger from the Hangover. In the uh, oh, the
0: note. E- even the tiger has to get name dropped. Like it can't be good <laughs> enough to just be. <dispute. laughs> Here I am in my glittery fucking shirt with my stupid leather jacket and holding a tiger. No, it has to be the tiger from The Hangover. Because if it's not the tiger from The Hangover, who gives a fuck? Can that tiger get me a meeting? Can that tiger give my script to the zookeeper who also does sells blow to Jenna Jameson? I don't fucking know. Oh, here we go. There's D-Love with The Game, and you can tell that The Game knows exactly who D-Love is. Wow.
1: Too bad the label didn't release this song. You don't have a label. No,
0: you don't. Oh, actually, look. You can see where they were. If you look in close, it looks like he has a or a backstage pass to Motley Crue.
1: Oh, that's hilarious.
0: Yeah. So, like... They were definitely just like at a, like backstage at like a Motley Crue show. I'm guessing Vegas or some shit like that. That's funny. Yeah, that's all that is. Hey, game, can I get a photo with you? <laughs> like, that's it. Amazing. So, yeah. Oh my God, there's a video shoot. But you come from Dallas. i you, pussy, baby to my ticket. Third glass of scotch. Most of it spilled all over me, though. Yeah, <laughs> because we're getting aggressive. The girls are spilling it all over me. But... This
1: is nice. Tend to get a little scandalous on D Love videos. What the fuck was that? Uh, Cocaine fever dream. Yeah. Jesus Christ. This guy's like the biggest fucking
0: poser who like had a rich dad or something. Loves cocaine.
1: Yeah, loves cocaine and making women make out in front of him.
0: Yeah. It's basically like him racing cars around this suburban like development. Oh no, he
1: shows how much of a badass he is because they blow a stop sign in their suburban neighborhood.
0: And you're telling me you can't fire a gun at a woodpecker? (laughs) just saying dude next up is Mephisto Odyssey with Static X and the song Crash and I love this song I think I think it's done r- r- very Yeah well. I
1: mean I, I don't I don't love it but uh, I don't hate it um I must note though so I recently switched from Spotify to Tidal for a bunch of reasons I don't need to get into but one fun thing that Tidal does is sometimes when you hit play on the song it just plays the music video which it does on this one and would you believe it <laughs> Uh, Wayne static comes out wearing a cape with the Batman logo on it. And his hair is gelled
0: up to look like Batman's ears. (laughs) It's great. It's great. (laughs) There is a reason for this. There is a reason. The Mephisto Odyssey was like a house band or like, like a house act in the nineties. And then they got signed to Warner brothers and they did a couple remixes. And then they collaborated with Wayne static on this track crash. That, song was then remixed by the Humble Brothers and that version would be featured in the animated movie Batman Beyond Return of the Joker and Batman Beyond is the most new metal Batman. Were you ever into that? No, I I wasn't. Oh man, Batman Beyond ruled. Uh, Basically like Bruce Wayne is too fucking old to fight crime so um, he winds up like getting this guy Terry McGinnis to like fight crime while he advises him and he's got a badass fucking suit like You see a little bit of it in this video because Mm -hmm. this is all about Batman. Like, they are in the Batcave, in front of the Batcomputer, there is a rave going on, Wade Static is dressed up like Batman, and it's, yeah, it's rad. Great.
1: like Yeah, I mean, this song's not bad. We definitely need to put a picture of Wayne Static as Batman on the Instagram. Oh,
0: absolutely. So, yeah, I, I rather enjoy this one. I have nothing really ill to say about it. This next one, however, Cypress Hill Rock Superstar featuring Chino Moreno and Everlast. I had no idea that those spoken word parts were Everlast and uh, Chino. Okay, so you buy this album and you th- you're thinking from the song title that you're going to get Chino and Everlast performing and instead, you get audio of them giving you financial advice. Yep.
2: Got a lot of uh, sharks out there trying to take a bite of something. It was hot. A lot of chameleons out there. All right,
0: so that's Gino. Like, like everybody else, you know, you know it, it's a fun job, but it's still a job. You know? Save your money, man. Save your money, too. It's single, don't last very long. It's like such a bait and switch this would be like buying a Metallica album that advertises a reunion with like Dave Mustaine, except it's just Dave telling you how to change a tire. At the beginning. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that said though, like this was a pretty big hit.
1: This was on, I think a double album as well. And they released two, two cuts. Uh, there was rock superstar and there was rap superstar. Yep. And uh rock superstar had all the new metal guitars on it and uh rap superstar didn't.
0: Yeah. And I, it's, it's a, really good song like rock and
1: rap superstar cypress hill had like just such excellent flow like i just loved how those guys when the one guy's like big shot heavy hitter on the mainstream you want (laughs) to get trendy in your bentley (laughs) (laughs) just can't not like that song
0: yeah speaking of other songs that i like next up is men in blue from prince paul featuring everlast uh nick do you know anything about this song i didn't i never heard it before. Okay, so this song is awesome. It's featured on Prince Paul's epic 1999 concept album, Prince Among Thieves. So to catch you up on the story, at this point, our protagonist, Tyreek, has met Crazy Lou, Count Macula, and has gotten the green light from Mr. Large to move his product. So his first week goes great, and he's got enough money to finish his demo for an upcoming meeting with the Wu. Now, to celebrate, his homeboy, True, arranges an evening with a prostitute at the Pickwick Motor Inn, Room 69. Nice. Hmm. Except, it turns out that this was a setup, because the door is kicked down by Officer O'Malley Bitchkowski, played by Everlast. <laughs> <laughs> I totally recommend you go listen to this whole album. because uh, I'm
1: going a, to, I I like the song.
0: Yeah, it is a journey. So, Everlast, again is playing Officer Bitchkowski, And at this point, uh, he has got our hero, and he's basically, he's saying the quiet part out loud about policing in the United States.
2: You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be twisted around and used against you in a court of law. I'll make damn fucking sure of it. You have the right to an attorney. If you cannot afford an attorney, which you probably can't,
1: One will be provided for you. You
2: stupid, wicked, moving on. It's the
1: bad lieutenant running up in your tenement, planting evidence on any black resident. New York's largest crew. It's the men in blue. We stick together like glue and make lies come true. My name's Officer O'Malley. I'll shoot you in the alley and burn you like a cross at a fucking Klan rally. I got spicks selling nicks in the LES. I stay untouchable like my name's Elliot Ness. New York's finesse with a bulletproof vest. I confiscate the chronic.
0: to keep the stress that is unless you want to try and test I'm dt undercover i'll lock up your mother all right so everlast is rapping his ass off on this song i i've always kind of felt that everlast was a little underrated i will say in the two everlast songs we've covered on here uh the one with helmet and then this one with prince paul he's he's a good rapper i will say it right here everlast yeah. is a good rapper yeah he is also i think we may have discovered the only Acceptable use of the n word by a white guy on a rap song. Yeah. Here's the way I see it Everlast is not using uh, racial epithets on this. Officer Bitchkowski. Yes, Officer Bitchkowski is. Yeah. He's playing a role. Yeah. So that may be the only pass you get is when Prince Paul writes a concept album and you get to play a racist cop named Officer O'Malley Bichkowski. That's it. That's the only one you get. And Everlast already did it. So probably just don't do it. (laughs) Uh,
1: yeah. No, as a man with very limited amounts of love for the police, this song is great. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fuck the
0: police. (laughs) Only on Days of the New (laughs) will you get such insight (laughs) and hot takes. The hottest takes. Fuck (laughs) them. All right, time to bring this home with Rob Zombie, Lionel Richie, and Trina with Brick House 2003. My only comment is, but why though?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Why does this happen? Why does this need to exist? I generally like Rob Zombie. And I generally, I mean, Rob Zombie takes huge swings though. Mm -hmm. And sometimes he hits massive home runs and sometimes he strikes out harder than anybody's ever striked
0: out before. This is one of those strikeouts. Oh yes. so to answer your question of why, this song was on the soundtrack for House of a Thousand Corpses. The song, the original 1977 Brick House by the Commodores is featured in there, but as Rob Zombie tells it, one night me and my manager were shooting around ideas for the soundtrack, and since the original version of Brick House is in the movie, we thought maybe a cover version would be cool. Then the idea of Lionel came up and I thought, fuck yes, This is so fucking wrong that it makes perfect sense. The movie is so fucked that we needed something equally as fucked to go with it. Once Lionel and I were done with our tracks, Lionel said we should get a female rapper to lay down a couple verses. I mean, the song is about a girl who's stacked, so it makes sense. We mailed the tapes to Trina, and she sent us back a killer rap. I think it really fits the mood for the song. It's tough. Really hardcore. Okay. I did it cuz I can.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I have a lot of money and I thought it was funny and it was stoned.
0: Yeah, no. And it, it it's not great. It uh in classic Rob Zombie fashion, it starts off with like some really loud mo- moaning porno noise. Yep. And then just drops right into yeah. was never never ever ever in a million years needed. No, it's just it isn't. It's like weird just filler trash. Mm-hmm. This was actually performed live once. Oh god, let me see. This was on uh Jay Leno. Is did Lionel show up? Uh yeah. And Trina. Wow. I, I apologize for the shitty quality. This was the only one I could find.
1: Oh from uh, CNBC Europe. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: dude
1: <laughs> Lionel Richie looks so out of place <laughs> Rob Zombie's shoes are like borrowed from fucking the cover of Kiss's destroyer
2: album
0: <laughs> Lionel I just hope the check clears Richie <laughs> Like he obviously wanted nothing to do with this he looks like uh, like he's out shopping for groceries just a sensible pair of jeans yeah. I like- <laughs> And fucking yeah, then Trina shows up with the
2: Yeah yeah
0: this is just it's just bad all
1: around man it's just oh
0: that concludes featuring back to good music nick what have you been listening to this is a band
1: that played at furnace fest that we didn't see mm. uh and that i had never listened to before but um i was just looking for uh i don't know. my my girlfriend is all just plays some 41 a lot loves <laughs> that stuff and i was just trying wait, to wait like...
0: wait she likes it when old people fall
1: she does. Oh. She does indeed. Yeah. So, and like, okay. Uh, you know, I mean, she listens to good music too. I'm not, you know. But anyway, I was just trying to bring her like some other pop punk that I thought was good. And that led me to uh, Better Off. <laughs> and this song is called Politician.
0: by better off yeah it's good so you're looking at furnace fest last year i'm looking for furnace fest this year i've been listening to the new track from alexis on fire sweet dreams of otherness so alexis on fire just released out of nowhere this week that they will be uh putting out another full length it's going to be their first in god like seven years or something like that it's been a while so uh this is the first single off that really excited So that is Sweet Dreams of Otherness by Alexis on Fire. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I'm going to check that album out. Awesome. I, I like that a lot. All right, bud, where can they find us?
1: You can find us on the internet at days of the new. God. <laughs> 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 it's like you put the pressure on me not to fuck it up and I fucking up. One yeah, yeah, we're oh, on special effect. Why <laughs> <My> is <laughs> D-Love flag again? You <laughs> Anyway, oh, you can find us on Spotify Nope, not on ton of... Well, you can technically find us on... You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Days of the New. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick underscore the underscore
0: new. You can find me on Instagram at D Love Official. That is D-L-U-V official. <laughs> so go ahead and smash that like button. You cannot find me on Twitter because fuck Twitter and fuck breathing and fuck Drinking drinking water. I'm mega. <laughs>
1: Fuck. We'll see you next week. Days of the New is a production of the Palm Springs 86. Fuck the Palm Springs 86. You were there. <laughs>